Hi guys, welcome to this edition of the Foot and Nose podcast. I'm going to be talking a little bit about this last week, you know, between Arsenal's win against Watford and then um, looking ahead to the game against Leicester this coming weekend. Um, so yeah, without you know, further ado, let's get right into it. Um, this is going to be one of those shorter ones, but I just wanted to come in and talk a little bit about um, what we can expect looking ahead towards the Leicester game because Leicester have been a very good team under Brendan Rodgers, but this year they've they've had a, quite a lot of struggles, actually. Um, injuries have affected them. And then also, in addition to injuries, they've also had issues with like just players not performing at the best of their ability because maybe due to the inconsistencies in their um, in their availability. Um, James Madison has it took some time for him to get back into it, and then there's been talk um, of Yuri Tillemans also looking to move on from Leicester. Um, he's been a good player for them, but. Maybe his head is spinning a little bit, um, you know, with his contract running um, out at the end of next season, I believe. So, yeah, anyway, Leicester has, for some for some reason or another, they've been very inconsistent this year. Because normally, this time in the last two seasons, they're on pace to keep a top four spot. And at the moment, it, it would be a miracle for them to finish number six, um, which they've done comfortably in the last two to three seasons. Um, definitely in the last two with Brendan Rodgers in charge. And they lost out on the Champions League football um, standings on the last day, um, definitely last season. And I think it was a similar case when they spectacularly dropped out of the Champions League positions as well uh, the season before. So they are a, a very interesting team to be playing against coming up. And um, you, we have quite a few um, challenges of our own coming up in the next week because Arsenal will obviously will be playing um, three games in six days. Sunday, Leicester. Wednesday, Liverpool. Saturday, Aston Villa. Um, it's been throughout most of this season that Arsenal fans have been saying almost every game that, oh, well, the real test will come when. The real test will come when. Um I think I have definitely been convinced by this team that they're good, but I do anticipate some challenges in this coming week because this week is going to be unlike most weeks Arsenal have had um, in this year. You know, Arsenal has had quite the runway in between games, you know, like usually a week and maybe even longer recently. You know, there were a couple of games where Arsenal had postponements and so like sometimes it was longer than a week um, to have you know that they had for recovery time in between games and and to play three games in six days you know it's going to be really hard on these boys and Arteta hasn't really utilized the squad um, a, a great deal in fact he has been using the same 13 or so players you know start with the same players um, and then Eddie slash Pepe come on for the last 15 to 20 minutes. Um, then the one or two changes he's made have been in the left wing position. And then at right back, 
due to injury, Cedric has played the last four games. So it's going to be interesting to see what Ateta will do with this game. But I am anticipating um, some challenges, and because he's gonna he's gonna be pushed to 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 make some changes um, over the next three games. He can't play the same players, and so this is when I think the squad will be tested. Nuno will have to make an appearance at some point, you know, whether as a sub or start even one of the games. Um, Sambi, we'll probably see Sambi as well because Xhaka and Partey will probably play all the games, but Odegaard, somebody in midfield is going to need a break in those three games if we want to be able to maintain um, a high pressing, a high intensity game, I should say, because Arsenal don't press very, you know, like sustained, sustained for long periods of time in a game. Like they're very selective how they press and when they will press. They have certain players and areas of the pitch that they target and they press hard in those areas. But then for the other times, they, they are very okay just like holding a strong shape and not allowing opponents to, to play through them. So it's going to be a big test of the squad coming up. So that, and I think that's going to be my worries. Like, um, we do have a little bit of depth up front, but I think in midfield and in the back positions, we lack a little bit of depth. So all I hope for, whatever the results are, actually, I'm actually hoping for the players to get through this and the international break healthy because Liverpool is one of those games in hand. So I'm not worried too much about that one. If we get something out of that game, bonus. Uh, but we do really, really have to look to fight hard for the points against Leicester and then at the other end of the week against Aston Villa. So let's look at this whole Leicester situation. They've been playing a bit of a 4-3-3 um, in recent weeks and it makes them look very rigid and uncreative and they got really lucky to actually even win against Leeds. I think the only chance they created was the chance that they scored, which was a tough goal to score by Harvey Barnes. So I think... This is going to be an interesting one because Arsenal, the way they've been playing recently, we've been a bit more open and I think it would suit Leicester um, with their speedy forwards, whether it be Lukman and, and Barnes on either side of Daka or on either side of, of Iannaccio. Um, I think Leicester uh, have a game that would punish us more than Watford did if we played like, like we did against Watford. So my thing here would be if Arsenal plays anyway like they played in the games before Watford, you know, played against Brentford, um, played against um, any of the teams between Burnley and Watford, basically, Arsenal played a game, a good game in, on those games. Even if Arsenal played like they did against City, I think they win this game and they probably win against Villa, even though Villa and Leicester have, I think, um, more goals um than, than, you know, our centre-forward in them. You know, like, I think um, Villa definitely has two better goal scorers up front compared to Lacazette. And then Leicester don't have Jamie Vardy. So that would make them blunt a little bit more. And Vardy loves a game against Arsenal, so that should help. And um, their midfield doesn't have a lot of threatening players, but we, we still need to respect them, though, because... They are a well-coached side and they've, they've won Premier League games at the Emirates before. And, you know, they'll come in feeling confident because they've, they've won three games in a row 
um, with three clean sheets. But I think the fact that they just played this evening um, against um, Ren should should hopefully help Arsenal because um, Leicester are going to be playing. I mean, they played at home, so they didn't travel. But still, they played a Europa League game today. Arsenal didn't play this whole week. You know, they will have had a whole week, basically, between Watford and this Leicester game. Um, so, you know, sometimes that can be a disadvantage, but I hope we we play a long, the long game here. Yeah, if we can hit them hard in the beginning of the game, it's at home. I hope that we can be able to sustain a high tempo of the game and run them off the park maybe in the second half if they remain stubborn because they've become a little bit more defensively organized uh, in recent games in the last two weeks or so. Um, Madison was on the bench today, so he should be fresh, but Tillemans played the whole game. Basically, they had three midfielders. Um, um, Tillemans, that Drewsbury Hall kid, I think his name is Drewsbury Hall, he played 80 minutes, and then Didi played, I think, the whole game as well today. Back four, they, they're playing with, you know, a, a plug-in centre-back next to um, Soyuncu, Soyuncu. And um, James Justin is coming back into fitness. I think he played 60 minutes today. He's dangerous. But Leicester should definitely be the one we're targeting because it's a home game. And then the next game against Liverpool is a home game too, but Liverpool is Liverpool. Um, so we'll see what happens in that game. But this one, I like, I like Arsenal's chances if they play like they did against most teams this year. The Watford game... Um, and how it up it played how it played out. I think that would be more concerning. Um, but on the injury front for Arsenal, it we haven't heard any any negative news from the team that played against um, Watford. But if Smith Rowe doesn't have an injury, he should be available because he was out for COVID. Um, I would anticipate that he would be available for selection. Uh, for the game on Sunday. And then I've been reading that Tomiyasu um, is back in training, but I don't know for sure how that's going to pan out. I think if Tomiyasu is available for selection, I think he might be a good option to have on the bench because Cedric has played really well. Um, I think it would, be, it would be harsh on Cedric to be taken out of the game. Um, for this for this Leicester one. I think, Tommy, you play him maybe against Liverpool or you play him away at Villa where you would be required to defend a little bit more with those very athletic, hard-running uh, forwards that Aston Villa has in in Ings and um, this English kid, um, Ollie Watkins. So, yeah, I think it's a very tricky one coming up for Arsenal in terms of, like, squad rotation, because Smith Rowe, Nketiah, Eddie, um, you know, they prob probably provide depth for the front um, positions. But even Eddie is, is too much of a drop off from Lacazette. So I would say Smith Rowe and Pepe are probably the two guys who allow Arsenal to have some flexibility up front. But that's not where we need the most opportunities to relax people because we have youngsters playing up there. I'm more worried about right back I'm worried about left back with KT you know he's a bit brittle at, at the worst of times sometimes 
and an injury to KT would mean a lot of Nuno minutes. And I'm not sure if you want to have Nuno playing too many minutes at the, you know, the down the down the stretch of the season, like you know when we have to play a lot of clutch minutes. So, but for now we have this week to negotiate, and then there's going to be a bit of a break. I don't know if it's going to be international games or whatever, but I see a gap in the calendar after Aston Villa for about two weeks. So I, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. Arsenal's playing really well at the moment offensively, and they've been fairly good defensively for most of the season. Let's hope Watford was a bleep and that they will be able to tighten back up, in which case then they should definitely be favourites to take the win against um against Leicester at the weekend. Definitely. Um, the only other thing that, I, that I'm concerned about before um, I close this one out, it's just going to be a quickie this one, is the it's just the health you know like I just I can't stress how important health is to this very thin Arsenal squad. Um, I don't think we have a lot of opportunities to to rest players. So this one week coming is going to be interesting to see how Ateta um, chooses to approach it, and, and you know maybe he starts the same team. Um, all three games, but maybe uses substitutions a little bit earlier than normal, um, or in order to give some of his best players um, longer minutes on the game, maybe you set up with the back five, um, and have and rotate on the like the wing backs, and then the, the front players. You know he's gonna have to come up with something him and his coaching staff to. Um, figure out how to to deal with this week because they haven't had to do that this year really um, and I think that's a lot of games in a space of six days so I'd be interested to see you know what you guys think um, as far as this Leicester game um, and then also what you think the Liverpool game should be the approach there because that might be the time to maybe even rest players you know you're playing at home you're playing against chasers um, maybe what you do is you go super strong against and no this is probably ill-advised because you can win any game but maybe what you do is you go super strong against Leicester and then you play your reserve team against Liverpool not to throw in the towel but like to give them minutes because they're pros too and then you go hard again against Aston Villa that will be six out six points out of nine um, doesn't guarantee you the six points out of nine but it at least allows players to have a rest. Um, I'm sure the best players wouldn't like that approach. Um, and I said, I'm very glad I'm not the coach because that's something that I would think about, if I'm being honest. Because I think Liverpool, if Liverpool plays their good game and Arsenal plays their good game, Liverpool still wins. Um, and fans probably wouldn't like what I'm saying too. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. But I'm, if I'm in Arsenal's position, you've got nine points to play for in six days. You're gonna lose some players here if you don't if you overplay them. Um, I would maybe, you know, look to play the counter-attacking game against Liverpool and play Pepe, um, and Eddie, and um, maybe give El Neni some minutes. 
um, in that game because you're going to be defending anyway a lot in that game and maybe Odegaard comes on a little later um, you know if you're still in the game 1-0 in the second half or 0-0 in the second half um, because I, I think Liverpool are that good um, and maybe I'm wrong I eat, you know I eat humble pie um, but I don't see 9 out of 9 points in the next week so that's why I'm like um, beating Leicester and Aston Villa seems to me the more plausible route towards a six point. And then in the Liverpool game, you play, you not, not to say it's a free hit. I just think you're putting miles on players there who have to play again a um, couple of days later. Um, there, it's an early Saturday game too, the Villa game, away. Um, so it's like basically play, recovery, play, recovery, play. And then they all go away on international duties and things like that. And, 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 and those who aren't on international duty can rest then. But uh, I just think some form of some level of rotation um, is going to be needed. Maybe we might see Martinelli at center forward for one of these games or Pepe or something, or even Smith Rowe playing as a false nine or something. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm curious to hear, like to see what you guys think about that, like the rotation, what that could look like. Because the other way you could do it, I guess you could go back three and then play Nuno um, up on the on the left flank to give KT a rest. Because KT, I know he's having a bit of a difficult season, but he's a reliable defender um, and one of the most reliable ones we have. And, uh, and he's a leader, you know, in, 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 as a person and also as, as a player on the field. So I think it's fair to say the Liverpool game, maybe KT plays as part of the back three or Tomiyasu because he, it's going to be hard for him to run up and down the flank. Maybe Tomiyasu plays as part of the back three him Ben Marks, um, Diaz, or whoever plays out on the left, and Ben White can be in the middle, and 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 Gabriel could be on the left, and then you can push. Um, you know. People up to the wing wing backs, and you can play maybe a forward on the wing back on the right, uh, or Nuno plays as a right wing back, and Saka plays as a left wing back, or something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see what Arteta will do. I'm repeating myself here. I'm going to stop here. But um, Leicester, Arsenal, this coming Sunday, I, I think it should be very, very, very interesting game in terms of where both of these teams are. You know, one is flying high and one is making um, a, a resurgence. Um, and then, yeah, in other news, basically... The one thing that I noticed today is that Rhys Nelson started a game for Feyenoord. He's been having a very, very difficult time on loan out there. Um, played well, didn't score. They won 5-2. They were playing against um, the, in the Conference League. They were playing against a team I think Arsenal played against actually before. Um, forget they were. I think, it's, I don't know, it's not Lula Goretz. It's one of those weird teams though, like weird teams that you know you never hear about until you play in the Europa League or... Uh, the conference league anyway that was just a little nugget that i that i saw today and i was like oh reese actually getting minutes 
Anyway, cheers guys. I'll talk to you guys soon.